0: His mum was like, who put wax on my son's snail trail? Can you imagine like your son comes home with a bit of wax on their snail trail? Like what kind of kinky shit is that?
1: Oh my God. Hello and welcome back to G Thanks, a Spotify original podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Georgia. So there's nothing worse than feeling like a dork or a loser at school. And um, Georgia, you definitely made me feel like a dork and a loser at school.
0: Yeah, but at least you weren't the loser who put wax on someone's body non
1: consensually.
0: Yeah, someone that you, you know, had an interest in. Yes. Yeah, you really <laughs> stopped that
1: relationship in its tracks. It's
0: quite it's quite the story. <laughs> Yep, that was probably the worst thing I've ever done in my life. Uh, but at least I learned a few lessons from it, and that's what this episode is about. So if you listened to last week's episode, you'd know that I learned a very valuable lesson about yes. caffeine and the effects it had on my body. Uh, it was quite it was quite heinous from, from, heinous. from my anus, <laughs> if, if you make <laughs> That was a good one. I'll give you that. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, but, yeah, I learned a very valuable lesson, that um, valuable lesson. Wow, valuable Valuable lesson that um, caffeine doesn't agree with me. So next time I'm going to read the labels before I put uh, a crap ton of caffeine into my body. (laughs) I didn't even know it had that much caffeine in it.
1: I was kind of stupid. Anyway. So dumb. So today we'll be talking about our worst experiences and what we learnt from them. So let's start off with a little game. What's worse? What's worse? Waking up before your alarm or sleeping through it?
0: I'd say waking up before. I get so shitty when I wake up like (laughs) 10 minutes before and then because it takes me like 10 minutes to fall asleep, I'm drifting (laughs) off
1: to sleep and it goes... That's (laughs) when you wake up, you just get up. Like sleeping through your alarm is a lot worse. I have a couple stories that are traumatic because I've slept through my alarm and we'll get into those later.
0: Were they traumatic though or were they just a little bit inconvenient? they were a little
1: bit inconvenient. (laughs) Right. Being stuck in traffic or catching the bus in the rain?
0: Uh, cool. Ooh.
1: They're both pretty shitty.
0: I'd say um, catching the bus in the rain.
1: Being in, being in your car, you're still comfortable. Yeah, you're your music pumping, And middle you're middle not middle around
0: randoms. You don't have that random old fart, you know, staring at you from the back of the bus.
1: You're like, not waning in the rain at the bus stop. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Burning a hole through the
0: back of your neck. You can just feel him looking <laughs> at
1: you. <laughs> Although we were stuck in traffic yesterday, and it was oh, it took us three hours to get here instead of two, failing an exam or cheating—definitely failing an exam. We don't cheat here.
0: Oh, <laughs> speak for yourself, honey. I, um, when I was in high school, I'm talking my early years in high school, I did do a little bit of copying
1: during exams. The bombshell
0: has dropped, but is anyone, anyone surprised in the room?
1: (laughs) No! I think, you know what, when I was in like year seven, I remember cheating. Like I remember looking at my friend's French exam and I wrote because um, I didn't know what it was, like you had to translate it. So it was I'm tired and I didn't know what it was. It was a column. Right. So I looked at my friends and I put it down, but then I felt bad so I scribbled it out and wrote something else. <laughs> oh, my God. And then my my teacher marked what I scribbled out. She was like, I'm going to count it.
0: Yeah. And I was like, bitch, no, I cheated. It's like me when I went through the self-checkout the other day and I um had an onion and I was going to scan it, but I totally forgot about the onion. So I went back to scan the onion. It would have been a few Oh, cents. my God.
1: Because <laughs> I couldn't live with it. I was like,
0: it's karma. Something bad's going to happen.
1: Being the designated driver or having a hangover. Oh, having a hangover is definitely worse.
0: Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, you've had the, a two-day hangover
0: once. The 48-hour hangover. I don't know how that happened. I don't know.
1: I don't know what you did.
0: Like, it's so strange how alcohol works. It could be like... You could drink so much and kind of have a little hangover the next day, or you could drink not as much, but just not. You don't. You you hadn't eaten as much. Yeah. And you had this terrible hangover. Yeah, hundred percent hangover. I think everyone can can agree with that. You know, when like you get up out of bed and you feel like the hunchback of Notre Dame because you like you don't want to like move your head too much. Yeah. So you keep your head at like a like a level and you get your body
1: going. Well, I'm gonna start with the worst job I've ever had. I had a couple part time jobs before I started YouTube, and mind you, I've got a couple stories for each. So, I worked at a cupcake decorating supply store. Yes, that is the longest <laughs> name for a cake store. It was just a freaking cake store. Anyway, so in this job, I had to unpack cake mixes. It was like 500 gram bags, like little bags. So, there was a 20 gram bag of cake mix that I had to haul up onto the table. I had to package these, like, from twenty kilo bags, I had to package the cake mix into five hundred gram bags, and people bought them, right? Mind <laughs> you, this store was so unclean. Like the amount of OH&S issues that would have just been just in, like they should have been. Chucked what do you out. mean? I, I remember like, you complaining. There was a cockroach in the bottom of the cake mix. Oh, what? Yes. Did how does that even happen? They I just don't chuck know. it in for a bit of decoration. No, it was like it wasn't Spice in it the cake it? mix. It was in the bottom of like the tubs where the package cake mix oh. was so it wasn't that bad but it was just there was an air con so I worked in like it was a tin shed so I worked in this top level of it and 40 degrees in summer there was no air con I was yeah. 14 you're yeah. not like a 14 year old supposed to have air con supposed to have brakes I got no brakes I had no there was no air con I'm 14-year-old me with no muscle hauling these 20-kilo bags of cake mix onto the table, like, from the floor. And my boss would be like, oh, if you need any help, just call out. But then when I'd ask, she'd, t- she'd chuck a tanny. Yeah. Like, a full-grown adult would chuck a tanny that I wanted her to pick it up. Anyway, so, of course, I got mum in to talk to them. Um, and she told them how, yeah, like, I shouldn't be lifting it up. Like, it, I could hurt my back. Like, yeah, of course. she She just needs to ask. But every time I asked... There was a problem, Karen. There was a problem, Karen. That was my first job. My boss also gave me a fake tax file number. So she gave me a fake tax file number of like, oh, 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 oh. Like all zeros. But you're supposed to, you're supposed to get
0: your own. No one can give you a tax file. Yeah,
1: exactly. It was absolutely illegal. Like, it, it was because I wasn't earning enough money for tax, so she just made it up so she could do the banking right. Oh, Except God. she paid me different every week and I was working the same hours. I do remember you complaining about that. Yeah, terrible job. Anyway, my next job was at a news agent. This job was a lot better. It was a lot more... Uh, Air-conditioned. <laughs> Air-conditioned. It was clean. There was no cockroaches. Although, one day I was three minutes late to my shift <gasps> and my boss didn't pay me for 15 minutes of work. Uh, oh. oh three minutes late because what apparently sing. apparently you're supposed to arrive there 15 minutes early to your shift where what? she's not paying <laughs> you for that time but she said to me oh you know just arrive early have a chat put some chapstick on I thought <laughs> I could be like doing something much more important with those 15 minutes like eating I don't know or sleeping and is this, I'm just supposed to arrive 15 minutes early for to do what? Put on chapstick and have a chit chat. Is this the same boss that like didn't
0: have any friends and invited you and the other work colleagues to
1: like a dinner? Yeah. <laughs> that was so weird. No, that well, wasn't my boss. That was one of the colleagues. It was one of the colleagues. <laughs> Didn't he have like he had no friends, so he just oh, like Oh no, he's lovely. He like that's the thing, everyone at that that job was friends. I really loved right, the colleagues, okay. they were all lovely. <laughs> but the boss uh didn't like me. Let's just say that. I was the youngest there, I was always babied, so I quit because and started YouTube because <laughs> I felt like a baby. Um but yeah, so I've had a couple jobs that I was didn't love. <laughs> was there anyone that came into your work and like you were always
0: like that you remember or like a funny story? Oh, or like oh my God. something. That I think his name was
1: Ned. It was Ned. And um, he came in and he'd get the newspaper every day and he'd have a chat to us. And we're like busy, like serving people. <laughs> um, and he'd just, you know, have a chat. Oh, like, Ned. Just, Oh, how's it like, going? Oh, no, did you see the Knights one last night? And just would have a lovely chat with you. Like there were some regulars that were really nice and um I, I had to serve like Powerball, like the lotto. Yeah. And um they said, Oh, if I win I'll take you out for lunch. I'm like, if you win ten million bucks, you're gonna take me out for more than lunch. Like, yeah. <laughs> but there were some really good customers and some really nice people who worked there. Yeah, nice. You've never had any part-time job, there, no? Have I you?
0: haven't. Have you
1: ever had like a really bad experience with YouTube? I've
0: had my fair share of strange experiences at meet and greets. Um, I think I'll always remember like a handful of them. There was yeah. uh, starting it off with a bang. There was this uh, meet and greet. I think I was in Perth or no, I think I was in Queensland uh, and um this was at my book signings so this was 2018 this was this was a few years ago yeah. now it's, it's I'll still remember it so I'll always remember this <laughs> this woman I'll remember what she looked like mind you there was like a thousand people at that meet greet but yeah. I'll always remember her so there was um there was quite the long lineup people were waiting for hours like You know, because there's only one of me, and there's only like I can only go so fast. I can only go through people so
1: fast. Yeah, with like making sure that you talk to them and have interaction with them. Yeah,
0: exactly. And um, I remember this uh this woman. I was, I was talking to um a little girl and who had lined up just as probably as long as she had, and I'm talking to her and she starts kind of like getting emotional and starts crying and I went and I said to her. Oh, my God, like, don't cry. You're going to make me cry. And from the line, this woman, like, two people down, yells, Oh, don't start crying. We didn't wait five hours to watch you cry. Like, and I I was so offended but I had to smile and wave and, like, it's okay, it's okay. But I was so offended that this grown woman,
1: yeah. like
0: – I don't know, and then the lack of respect. Yes, of, yeah, like all right, you try to come up here and go through all these people and like yeah. still have a not smile on emotional. your face, yeah, and not yeah, like
1: it was it was exhausting. And um, didn't the kid, when the kid came up to you, she started crying yeah. and that same mother.
0: the same mother. So her kid then came up to me, and she started crying. She was really happy to see me. And this same mother holds her phone. And is taking photos of the kid with me and and, and is going, um, ha-ha, you're crying. Look at you. You're crying at this kid. Mm-hmm. And I turned my back on this parent and I, like, faced the kid and I, like, held her shoulders and I was like, you are beautiful. Like, you know, like, don't don't ever forget that I said there's nothing wrong with crying. Everyone cries. And I just wanted to let her know that like basically her her mother was just I don't know what she was saying was wasn't, really re- nice. wasn't very nice and it was ridiculous and anyway that that is something I always remember and it was uh, stuck with me
1: yeah but what did you learn from that
0: but what did I learn from that yeah I learned that uh, maturity doesn't always come with age <laughs> 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 you can be 45 and still act
1: like a child yeah it's <laughs> It's, age know. is just a number. It really is. I personally have felt, like, kind of discriminated against or just, like, not respected because of my age um, or because, like, my job. Like, I'm an influencer. It sounds very, like, oh, I just, like, you know, you take photos for a living. Um, yeah. And, like, I feel like people are just kind of like, oh, like, just take a photo with it. Like, you know, or, or just just sign this they, or just do that. Well, like, they don't it's take so you easy you. Like, yeah. I met
0: – so I just re- – I recently moved into uh, my new house and I met um, my next-door neighbour and – lovely woman like did, you know total good intentions were ma- were ma- meant yeah. from this comment but I told her she said have you bought or are you renting I said I bought and the first thing she said she like held up her hands as if like like that like money money like a cash way right? and she goes oh rich parents and she, she goes rich parents um mom and dad's money and I was like uh, no <laughs> I was like actually no, I, I, I bought it myself. And then she goes, like, retracts everything. She's like, oh, hard worker. Good girl. Good girl. <laughs> yeah. And I was She's like. She's
1: such a lovely woman. She's such
0: a lovely woman. But, like, it, I think people don't mean it um, a lot of the time. But yeah. I think they can they can sometimes say a few things that um, can kind of resonate with you or, you or it does, it does you do take it personally, yeah. you can't not. Because if you said it to anyone
1: else, it would be really, like, offensive. Yeah, well, but I because think I'm that, a, like young, a young girl, it's not. I think that youth can be very underestimated, like Gen Z, especially. Like, yes, we're online, we're on our phones all the time, but that's something that, like, the older generations don't understand. We may be on our phones, but we might be doing amazing things. Like, the internet is such an amazing tool, and I think that a lot of the time it's so, like, uh, projected as though like oh you're just on the internet you're just on social media like oh influencers but like if influencers do, are doing great things like promoting good things and promoting mental health like awareness and and you know things about climate the environment. change yeah like when we talked to Gene Hinchliff like that was an amazing episode she's 16 and she, she knew so much about the environment so much about climate change like, I
0: felt like I was a 10 year old speaking to a 30 year old yeah like she, exactly she was so intelligent it was and ridiculous. that's
1: the thing age is just a number she's so intelligent she is more intelligent than a lot of adults I've met yes she was and like she's very underrated that's the thing youth can be so underrated so if you wanted to listen to that episode with Jean um it's called Gee Thanks for Activists and it was an amazing episode and it's really educational so I do recommend that and she's just released a book it's called Lead the Way and I think everyone should check it out this book is about young people making change leading you know uh taking action on things that they really are passionate about Bringing it back to like the meet and greet
0: uh, scenarios, because there was quite a few. Mm. I'll always remember this uh, couple in Newcastle. It was really strange. They uh, they lined up like everyone else, and when they approached me, they had two kids with them. They looked about like ten and twelve. These, mind you, these kids didn't really look phased to see me at all. And most <laughs> of the kids there were very excited to see me, and like they were obviously because you know the most people there like watched my videos and they were excited to talk to me. And these kids just did not seem phased at all. They seemed like they were like kind of bored with the whole situation. It was more the parents that were like excited to see me, but they were but they were really strange. They they a bit a bit soft. They looked at me like I, I, it was so weird they had that like weird like smile like where their eyes are wide and okay. it was just a little bit suspicious yeah, the okay. way it was really like they were just a bit creepy to be honest okay and this woman pipes up and goes oh I know this person like a friend of your friend and I was like uh. a very distant friend yeah I was like uh, okay and then she just goes so um where do you live literally just goes where do you live and I was like,
1: and then I, just stares at Georgia just stares like,
0: at me as if I was going to answer, and I, out of kind of fear or like just like I was going to kind of blurt it out or like m- the suburb or something, and luckily I didn't because my publicist goes, um, that's not appropriate, and just moved them on.
1: I can't believe you were going to blurt it out. That was I don't just know. so you,
0: but Lily, <laughs> I was. It was an adult. Like usually, we're t- what I really hate is where since we're kids, we're taught to trust adults. We're taught to, like, yeah. talk to them about anything. We're taught to trust adults because adults know best. And, like, I was a little bit intimidated. And when you're intimidated, mm. you do silly things. And I, I almost blurted out where I lived yeah. to this really strange couple who's, like, obviously the kids weren't interested in me at all. It was the weird, this weird-ass couple. Sorry. <laughs> but they were strange. Yeah, I think I learned that day that you can't, you can't trust everyone even if, like, you're there... Even if they're there for support, not everyone has the right intentions. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's for sure. I know that a lot of the time, like, as you said, like, people can support you for the wrong intentions. Like, I know that, like, I, when I started YouTube, I was in year 11. Um, and there were some people who uh, weren't exactly, like, close with me. But then as soon as I started YouTube, they started to want to be my friend or like support mm. me in a way. And, and, um, you know, I don't, same I, girl, same. I, I I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't to a large degree, like it wasn't really a big deal. And I look back on it now and, and it wasn't a big deal, but there was a lot of people who would either make snarky comments at it. And then next minute, like they'd, they'd like it or like I guess I mean I guess that comes with growth in my channel as well like yeah it probably was pretty <laughs> shit at the start and they made comments about it and then they're like oh it's actually rather, kind of good but lol. I'd
0: rather be I'd rather people pick on me in high school than like strangers online yeah like oh, for it, sure it, it was better I don't know in a way I I thank my peers for like kind of being like real
1: with me yeah <laughs> it like, was more just like the guys they'd be like oh it's Lily Productions it's, Lily I'm like Rose. that's not even my YouTube handle but so <laughs> Um, If you're going to insult me, do it correctly. (laughs) But there was – yeah, I never never felt like I was being used for views or followers or anything like that because I'm actually very careful about that. Say if I'm dating someone or if I'm with someone, if I want to post a story of them, I usually don't really put their username just because I then would feel – weird if they get followers and, well, I wouldn't feel weird, but I I don't want them to feel weird about it. So me and Georgia also work together and we, you know, we do a podcast together we're in each other's YouTube videos and things aren't always smooth sailing. Like we just had a fight two seconds ago and I've had to come on here and act like we're best friends. I brought
0: up something from like, I think there was a bit too fresh. It is too fresh when
1: it's like a month ago. Anyway, me and Georgia also went to school together for a little while. I was in Year Nine, Georgia was in Year Twelve. Year Twelve. I don't even think it was Year Twelve. I it, think was year 12. it was Year Twelve. It was Year Twelve because I was in senior school and so were you. And that's the only years that we we're in senior school together. <laughs> it was Year Twelve, and she, you know, Year Twelve student, big girl, eighteen, um, <laughs> comes down to my my area. My era with my friends, who I'm trying to impress. Oh, I do remember this. Dad. Trying to be popular, <laughs> trying to be cool. Trying, you know, I'm so old, I'm so mature in your nine, and my big sister, who's supposed to be, you know, really cool, Georgia Productions, comes down and says to me in front of all my friends, "Lily, did you take my fidget cube?" <laughs> in the most annoying immature voice ever. And fidget cubes are not cool at this time. They were not. It they was were not a fidget cool. spinner. Everyone yeah. had a fidget. Spinner. Even even if I said fidget
0: spinner, she'd, she'd like... Oh,
1: no. They're not cool. A a vein vein they're would, not cool. A vein would pop out the side of the least head. Only your sevens like, had them. I get very defensive because it sounds very uncool. I say, no. Why, why would I take a fucking fidget <laughs> spinner? And, like, get really upset about it. And then she goes, oh, you don't have to be so bitchy about it. And walks off. And then all my friends just kind of looked at me. And I felt so degraded. All because my big sister came over and asked me for a fidget cube. Okay,
0: But may I just say... Something you should have learned from that is if you, embarrass, if you think your friends seriously judged you for me asking about a fidget cube, then I'm sorry, but your friends are the ones in the wrong there. You Georgia, know? they
1: weren't. This is my overthinking, thinking <laughs> that they judged me. And in year nine, everything is a big deal and you think that everyone is judging you. True. It definitely wasn't what my friends were thinking. It's what I was thinking. Right. I remember coming home and having a massive lecture with you, like, don't come up to me and my friends. Don't talk to me at school. We're, we're not related. <laughs> Because you embarrassed me that I much, I couldn't that believe
0: that. Like, how? Ha- like, I remember you getting really worked up about that, and I was like,
1: I just you made me look like a loser. It <laughs> made me look like a loser when it was probably just under your bed. Next minute,
0: found it in her room.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, me and Georgia also travel for work, and we're traveling to America for VidCon. And um, you know, on planes, you don't have a lot of room. We're sitting next to each other, and we got into a very heated fight. What was it um, about? I can't even remember but I just remember I that think, it was on the plane. I think I was in a giggly mood and you were just not. Cuz we were it. literally on a plane for for 14 hours. I was tired wanting to go to sleep. Yeah. And George is like, <laughs> "Yeah, but you know, you know when you get how's it go?" <laughs>
0: You know, when you get really overtired, like some people get the giggles and some people get the shits. I just shits. get so mad. I got the giggles because I was so overtired. I was finding the like smallest things funny. I think I was starting to irritate her like I was pulling her headphone
1: out. Like, <laughs> like. I don't even want to talk about it. It's already irritating me now. <laughs> and um, anyway, so we got the shits at each other. And we're sitting next to each other, so there's nowhere to go. I went to the bathroom, just for a bit of space, and I came back, but I was still holding the grudge because you can't let the grudge go. And we were just mad at each other, but we had to sit right next to each other. Like, you can't leave. Like, every time you're, you make me mad, I just leave to my room. Yeah. And, Georgia, what did you learn from this? Did you learn that maybe you shouldn't start a fight and pull your sister's earphones out and pull her hair when she's tired on a plane for 14 hours? No, I kind of just learned that it made it more fun
0: when you got irritated but (laughs) what do you learn lily i learned you're very irritating no i think you learned that like you know a few years back that's true lily and i used to fight all the time when we were younger i think we we do bicker a lot (laughs) now yeah when we have to do work together yeah. Because, to be honest, not many people work with their sibling. No, and, and it's, it's like difficult. creative
1: control that, like, we both, like, have to, we have to communicate and, like, and, Lily, and, and compromise.
0: You know, and I think we learn more about each other as the years go by. But, like, it, the dynamic sometimes doesn't work in our favour. Lily, Lily's quite a little sensitive soul sometimes.
1: Oh, here we go. It, that There we go. That improved <laughs> my point. <laughs> and sometimes Georgia overreacts over nothing and starts crying. So, you know what? You can be sensitive too. So, yeah, me and George used to fight a lot when we were little. We still fight every now and then. So, there'll be, be sometimes when we're both just in the best mood and we'll have the best time and Georgia just looks at me and goes, "I love you." And that's I love you. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like the, that's like peak Peak sisterhood. I swear. When, when we have to share like a hotel room or something, oh. you, it's the
0: worst. You starfish. But, yeah, and you breathe so
1: loud. It's the worst. Okay. Having to sh- well, then let's go back to the game, shall we? What's worse, starfishers or mouth breathers? Mouth breathers. Starfishers. Vote in my recent Instagram post. Lily. Vote and say what is worse. Either right, starfishers or mouth breathers. Uh, thank you. So, some days, Georgia is not my favourite person, including today. But, you know, we have fights and we have some good times. But I think we have some disagreements and we agree on some things. Like, I think a bad kiss is a bad bad kiss. kiss. Yes. So, I think we should jump into some worst kiss experiences. Because I know we've both probably had some.
0: It's not a bad kiss story. Like, I don't think I was kissing badly. Mm. But this one guy that I was kissing at a certain point in time... He would he would pull me away constantly and be like, No, you're doing it wrong. Do it this
1: way. Oh. And he'd like and he'd be so like So he'd tell you that you're a bad kisser basically while kissing you.
0: Yeah, yes. And <laughs> and he and he'd be like he'd like he'd be like, Oh, you got saliva on my chin. Seriously. Like as in uh, yeah, I'm that's kissing how, you.
1: Yeah, what do you expect, dude? There's saliva
0: in your mouth. That's how it works. That is so weird. And he'd be like, no, do it this way. Like, do oh, you're doing it wrong, so you've got to do this. And like, But it was constant and it was oh. just, it was so it, – but it really hurt my feelings. Yeah, it and would. I, like, I used to think it was normal and then, like, my, I told my friends about it. They were like, that's so messed weird. up. And yeah. it can really, like, affect you later in life. You start thinking that you can't do anything right. Yeah, so that was that was a multiple bad kisses to be honest. Yeah.
1: Well, my first kiss wasn't like bad like that. I just remember it was sloppy. (laughs) Like you know, your first kiss is never gonna be great. But um, you know, it's it's just like a lot of saliva. Don't know how to do it. Don't know what you're doing. Navigating around two tongues. There was just you know a (laughs) lot of a lot of stuff going on. There was (laughs) a lot of saliva there. (laughs) It's like you're kissing him. He's like, where's that
0: third tongue coming from? (laughs) (laughs) Like.
1: Oh God. I've had an experience before when um I've kissed someone and um it was out <laughs> They had a third tongue. <laughs> they had a third tongue. So I was out at the bar, it was Halloween and I was dressed up as a devil. Oh. Just like I know. So so original. So original. Um and this guy I met, he was dressed up as Spider Man. So he had this Spider Man suit on and it was like um full like morph suit, like it was a zip up at the back, like it was the whole <laughs> the whole thing, and um, I thought he was cute. So what did I do? Well, he the, sat next with to the we morph suit chatting, on, with the morph suit. Yeah, like I you could see, see the it, muscles. Like it see was his face. Great. No, no, he didn't have a face. Like the f- he had no mask on. Oh, I so was like. <laughs> so I started making out with him with no. the morph suit on. No, the morph suit only went up to his neck. But yeah, he sat down next to me. We're having a chat. I think he's really cute. And I finished my drink, and I'm like, oh, ice. Anyway, this is, like, also five vodka sunrises down, so we had a little more confidence. Um, So I was like, "Oh, ice. And then I got a piece of ice and I just plopped it in his morph suit, you know, a bit of flirting. hurting is flirting. Um, Oh, my God. Yeah, and he thought that was pretty funny and he took it out and, like, chucked it away. Um... And then he had ice, he had the ice in his mouth. He said, oh, do you want it back? And I was like, yeah. And I just like had my mouth wide open. Like, as in like, I thought he was literally going to put it in my mouth. Yeah, I I, know. That vision of you. Yeah. Uh. No, because I thought he was just going to put the ice cube in my mouth. I was, I thought he was literally just going to put some ice in my mouth. I was not aware that he was going to kiss me. Like, because it was in his mouth and he was going to kiss me. I mean, that's, that's really smooth. It but was smooth. Kudos to that dude. That's yeah. smooth. Like, great job, Spider-Man guy. But, like, at the time... His Spidey senses were tingling. <laughs> in all the places. <laughs> at the time, it was smooth. but I wish I knew what was going on because I honestly was so, like... I was so just, like, innocent. Like, oh, yeah, put it back in my mouth. No, minute, no, no, he's kissing me. But it was a good kiss. He's really... He was very attractive. But um, the ice cube kind of... I don't know. It wasn't... It was in the way. <laughs> <laughs> It was it, it it made my tongue a bit numb. But so what I learnt from this is that Spider Man suit guys they're pretty attractive.
0: <laughs> Maybe it was the Spider Man suit Maybe it that gave Spider-Man. him the
1: confidence. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I am Tom Holland. But don't kiss with ice cubes in your mouth because some stuff can get a bit numb and you yeah. don't really feel it.
0: <laughs> um, speaking of like. Uh, boy experiences, I was in year 12, still a boy, freshy. Yeah. So we were like 17. He came over to my house Ooh. and I, were the parents home? Yeah. The parents were home. Oh. I didn't know how to flirt. Okay. I was really bad at flirting. And I was like, Oh my God, you know, it would be so funny. Like, I think I was talking about waxing my legs or waxing oh. my eyebrows or something. And he was oh, like, we had
1: that, we had that one you could do at home. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like the one that you could you could put in the wax pot and pl- place on yourself like the hot wax. Yeah, right. And I remember talking to him about how I use it on my eyebrows and like my legs and stuff, and and my armpits. And he was like, "Oh my god, like I've never used wax before. This is like..." So I sneakily went into the bathroom, turned on the wax pot <laughs> while so he was weird. playing Mario Kart. So weird. I I look back at this and I'm like, "Why did you do that? That is that is the worst thing you could possibly do." I turned on the wax pot. I got the wax out of the wax pot. Hot, hot wax. I walked out to the living room where he's playing Mario Kart with you. Lifted up his shirt and with one swift movement, on the on the snail trail. Oh I put wax on his snail trail. That's Mind like you, it's pubic hair. It's pubic hair. And this snail trail, this was an impressive snail like, trail. It was thick. <laughs> it was a thick ass snail trail. And I was like, I I just thought it was so funny. I'm like, oh my god, lol. I'm like, ha. <laughs> flirting hurting is flirting like lily said earlier and he like he was so visibly like his face went red he was visibly so upset and scared and scared of me Uh, you would be who lurks out of the darkness and puts like how does he trust me i just i was a psychopathist with this wax
1: stick like (laughs) like choice of weapon wax wax stick stick. (laughs) it's <laughs> like so in cluedo what was the weapon <laughs> the wax stick put a pot of
0: wax put a wax in a snail trail i remember because it's gotta come off it this stuff like once it's hard it can't wash off you use like water it just goes harder like wow. it you need to pull it off like it's that hard wax and so i tried to pull a bit off and it it started bleeding Like, it started, like, because pubic hair, when you first wax, it's so deep. The follicles are so deep. And when you pull them out, like, they're... They're really quiet. Like, they're in there. Holy shit. And he started, like...
1: like, Did this boy, like, ever see you again? Yeah, he did because we went to the same school. (laughs) But but he never, like, went out with you again. No, he did, but he... Like, I think he got
0: cold feet straight after that. Yeah, I mean... And a hot snail trail. Oh, yeah. And I'm trying to slowly pull this off, instantly regretting my decision. I felt terrible. And he left... Like, not long after that, he left the house and, with, like, it, the, with the wax still on. He, and yeah, and he was tearing up, like, with the wax still on. Like, I, I, just, I can't even explain this story without feeling, like, immense amount of guilt oh. and, like,
1: stupidity. Your anxiety would just feel, like, through the roof.
0: No, it was more just the guilt. Like, oh, I, was, I was, like, was like, oh, my awesome. God, I've hurt this guy. He's, like, crying. Like, I didn't realize it hurt guys that much to, like, wax pubic care, because for me it didn't hurt that much. And then he went home and he had a shower and he's trying to get it off in the shower. And he said, like, he's like, oh, I I shed a few tears in the shower. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so, so sorry. Like, I couldn't stop apologizing. And, like, I can't believe. How did he get it off? He walked out from the shower and there was still a bit on. And and he told his mum what happened. He's like, Mom, how do I get this off? His mum was like, who put wax (laughs) on my... Sun snail trail. Can you imagine like y- your son comes home with a bit of wax in their snail trail? Like, what kind of kinky shit is that? Oh my god. <laughs> like, I don't know. It was so it was so strange. And I remember um feeling so terrible because now the mum knows I'm a psychopath and I, I just <laughs> in my spare time I just put wax on people's snail trails. Like what the hell? Yeah, you were never and gonna get in with the family. I was, was never, never work. no, 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 no. That that was definitely a red flag for the family, and the family made sure I didn't see him again. Uh, <laughs> remember. Anyway, so that was quite traumatic for him. Wait, so we talked
1: about this guy on G thanks for being in love. Yeah like, he was the guy that um, brought his little brother to a movie date with you. <laughs> Maybe that was a sign of like just friends. <laughs> <laughs> No, well like he had a little red flag, but your red flag was like astronomically bigger. Like, like it was planted in the ground and it was you could you could view it from
0: like a mile away. Like this red flag was, was like visible. the flag
1: on the moon. Like yeah, it was
0: visible. <laughs> so I can say with confidence this is like that was the worst thing I've ever oh, done to sure. a guy. It was so stupid. Like I I learned very quickly that like you just you just don't do that. You just you just don't do that. Just don't do no. stupid things like around a guy. There's also a fine line between being a little bit weird and being an actual psychopath
1: <laughs> Like and putting and whack. And that fine line was blurred that day. <laughs> it was a little bit blurred. She, she was a bit blurred. I know that personally in my life I've had to break things off with um, someone I was seeing before, you know, dating or not yeah. dating. After you, you know, share such an intimate connection with someone long or short term um it's always hard to kind of let them go yeah um I've been broken up with but I've also had to do the breaking up and it sucks because I was broken up with uh, I was heartbroken it was the worst experience of my life it's one of the worst feelings which, I've ever felt which you can actually be thankful for
0: oh a breakup was the worst experience that you've oh had so
1: far. Uh, insanely exactly yeah. but honestly I think having to break it off with someone is even worse um yeah. which is crazy to think because I know looking back three months ago six months ago if I was to say there was something worse than what I was feeling there was something worse than heartbreak I would have been like well there's not but there is and it's having to hurt someone else having to break up with someone else you hurt them and you can't fix it because you're the reason they hurt yeah and it sucks and when I had to break up with this guy um I was so scared to do it and I I knew I was going to do it for a while but I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know how to tell him without – I wanted it to be okay but it's not going to be okay because – yeah, I'm also like that. I'd rather be hurt a 100 times
0: over yeah. than hurt someone. And especially when it's a guy because, I mean, I'm not used to seeing guys, like, upset or cry yeah. much. And, like, I mean, the guys that I have seen. And our dad doesn't cry And much. our dad doesn't cry. Like, they're always, like, that stoic, like, man. Yeah. And, like, I feel like everyone should cry. Everyone should, should know that they have, like, every right and reason to cry mm. and there's nothing wrong with crying. But... That also made it more difficult because seeing that part of them that you hadn't
1: seen before. Exactly. Like, Like, they cried. And And you you just feel so... Oh, my God. Like, I've done this to this person. I've hurt them so much. But I can't fix it. And you can't... And I'm the reason they're hurting so much. Yeah.
0: And you you don't have a place to put that feeling. And you're like, oh, my God, I. I, like I'm a I'm a monster. I'm terrible. Yeah. Like, and you you wish you wish you could, but uh, because you've hurt them and you have to let them down. And the best thing to do is is to not see them again. But you also want to be that support to them and be exactly. like, oh, you can talk to me. I'll always be here for you. But in the same way that, that that's just you hurting can't them be more. that support. They need it's someone else. Anyway, them. we're getting into more r-
1: relationship advice here, but um, I think what I learnt from that is that like sometimes you can't fix things. Yeah. You can't always be the glue. You can't. Mm make people like you you can't fix everything and i know that as a people pleaser I want to fix everything. If someone doesn't like me, I take it as a personal uh, offense. Mm. I'm like, "Okay, I can fix that. How how do you want how, how can I make you like me?" But that person isn't going to like me anymore cuz I hurt them. Yeah. But I didn't intentionally hurt them. I had to do that for myself. And I think that that's something that I also learned is that although I had to hurt someone, I had to do that for myself, and what I learned is that you always have to put yourself first. Even if it starts even if it feels even selfish it, yeah. or
0: you feel like you're not doing the right thing. You're always doing the right thing if you're putting your happiness first.
1: Exactly. You need to put yourself first.
0: Unless your happiness comes from waxing people's bodies unconsensually. You know, maybe just a snail <laughs> trail though. <laughs> but maybe then you should dial it down.
1: So now we're going to jump into some fanfare questions. My brothers can be really mean to me sometimes, but I never want to be mean back. Do you have any advice for staying kind even when you feel like just yelling at people? <laughs> I love that question. I love that question. Uh, this question came in from Holly, and Holly, hmm, this is a bit of a difficult one. Look, girl, I think, girl, girl look, girl, look, girl. I think sometimes it's okay to be mean back. Like they're, they're your, your sibling; they're
0: not gonna like jump <laughs> off the face of the earth. You you can't get rid of them. No, they're gonna be there forever. Be mean, and if anyone's gonna forgive you, it's gonna be your sibling. They know that you're around them all the time, usually, <sighs> and they, you know, you can't get rid of them. You, you're going to have to forgive each other uh, sooner or later. Lily and I have had fights where we won't talk to each other for days and I've thought, and oh, I my feel
1: God. I like I'm never going to talk to I, you again. Yeah,
0: and I've thought, oh, my God, she's never going to talk to me again. i felt terrible. I've, I've apologised. Of course, she talks to me again. She almost just forgets about it because I'm a sister.
1: Oh, I can't remember half the fights we've had.
0: I, yeah, and and affa- been I've, like offended, I've
1: offended you really badly once and I still,
0: well, like, I feel really bad about it still, but you've probably forgotten about it. What is it? Exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, never mind. <laughs> I think also if you're really, like, just wanting to be kind and not wanting to, like, you know, have your two cents put in there, go for a drive, get out of the house, get out of that space, um... Scream some One D in the car. Oh, baby! Oh, we almost (laughs) won a whole episode without without talking about them. Anyway, I think (laughs) (laughs) where's the One D counter? Ding! (laughs) I think that like that can be honestly. One of the best um, remedies for just like getting your feelings really out without can. hurting anyone. They are five boys who are always going to be there for you. I wasn't even talking if about they'd... one day, I was talking about the drive oh. in general. <laughs> I was going
0: to say there are five boys who are always going to be there for you, even if they don't know you exist. This is true.
1: <laughs> hi Lily, hi Georgia, I'm Claire, and I'm just wondering if you've got any tips on how to disconnect from social media. I've deleted social media
0: like Instagram and Snapchat, not YouTube. I've deleted my accounts
1: permanently because I couldn't keep up with the tolls I was having on my mental health. And um, do you have any tips for like staying away from it? Because it's
0: so addictive and I feel like I'm just gonna go right back into it and my mental health's just gonna go downhill again.
1: So it'd be great if you could give me some tips. Thank you. Um, I think it's really amazing that you've deleted it in the first place. That's obviously a step forward. Yeah, I can't even do that. Yeah. But well, that's because I mean, that's our, our job. job. <laughs> but I think, like, if you were to download the apps again, um, an amazing thing is just, like, literally turning the notifications off. Like, for my Snapchat, I don't have notification. I didn't have notifications on for a long time. And I felt a lot more, like, free. Like, and I just wasn't constantly, oh, who's texting me? Like, what's on Instagram? I don't have notifications on for Instagram or YouTube or Facebook I only have them on for Snapchat because that's how I connect with my friends mm-hmm. but I think even for a time I had those off when I needed to study for an exam or like important things were coming up where I really didn't want to be on my phone and I think also with um, you know kind of talking apps kind of only keep your like constant chat with like five people at max because I feel like if you're trying to constantly keep in contact with everyone it can be mentally draining. Also yeah I agree and
0: you know those streaks on snapchat oh, I, so honest, dumb. I honestly think that is the dumbest thing ever and it's it's just a snapchat's way of trying to keep you there oh, like 100%. I I really I, I I don't see the point and if anything it just gets annoying and it's just it, it's it's a waste of time and it, it's a it's a responsibility that some people feel like force
1: themselves to Literally, do I, our little cousin was like I lost my streak with Macy because um I went on camp and I didn't have my phone no more, I, I was things. like babe is that really your yeah. biggest concern right now <laughs> <laughs> and I remember like when I was even like in, in early years of high school people would like give their passwords to other people who yes, weren't going on camp to keep so the they could keep the streak
0: it's oh, so, dumb. so weird. And that is
1: literally why everything's conditioning kids to just be addicted. And so dumb. It's so dumb. It it's is. So dumb it is. like streaks, streaks, streaks. Oh my god, I don't even uh We sounded exactly the same, we there. Did. did you hear that? <laughs> I think that like you've done an amazing thing by deleting them but if you do want them back, you know, turn notifications off um, it's a very easy way to feel less connected. Yes, or there's a way
0: I do it and if you do it correctly it can work and if you don't ignore it like I do, you can the also time turn, limit. Yeah, you can turn time limits on on your apps um, I've done that like with Instagram I'll have like a one hour time limit and it'll it'll like time out and it'll say your time's up and you can either ignore it or you can put your phone away Down and, read a book. and read a book or something yeah. and it, honestly if you want to be strict with yourself I recommend doing that it's in your settings
1: yeah but also if like you don't like what you're seeing on instagram make sure you're following the right pages pages that make you feel good about yourself exactly yeah oh and on that positive note i think it brings us to the end of the episode thank you so much for listening i'm lily and i'm georgia bye bye
0: G-Thanks is a Spotify original podcast hosted by Georgia and Lily Grace, created in collaboration with Amplify. Our executive producer for Spotify is Leah Harris, and for Amplify, our producer is Michelle Melky. Original music by Tamara Violet Partridge, and our show is recorded and mixed at Amplify Studios. Follow, Follow and listen, listen for free only on Spotify.